This is Young Jeffrey of the Young Jeffrey Show. Uh, I'm, they have a very, 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 very good topic today. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about 15 ways that someone may be fake rich. Um, I'm very guilty of a lot of these things. So this is a very, very touchy subject for me. Um, I have a bonus at the end as well. So it actually turns out to be about 16. So um, if you have people like this in your circle, if you are like this, then there has to be some form of addressing. I will give my point of view on all these things, all these points. And uh, I don't want to make this too long and too drawn out because I know that there's a lot of things that I can say dealing with every single one of these points. But I'm going to try to do the best that I can to be as thorough as I can. Uh, number one way that someone may be fake rich. They care more about the brand than the quality. So um, I remember back then when we was in school, we used to get like the fake polo shirts. Like with the big ass horse on it. And we used to get it from like online by like some little kids that was making it in China. And then we ordered it. And I think they were like $10, $11 a piece, even with shipping. And we would get them shipped to our house. And everybody just thought that we was balling. We had a little three on the side of our shirts. We had the big ass polo uh, symbol on the shirt. All different colors. So people was like trying to go to like Macy's and JCPenney. And wherever they can get polo shirts. TJ Maxx at this time. Polo shirts and snapbacks. And uh, we would just get them from like these China shops online and just get them shipped to the house. And they were so low quality, bro. Like they were so low, low quality. Like they would they would shrink in the wash. They would fade after a while. They were just terrible shirts. But we didn't care about the quality and the comfort of the shirt. We didn't care about how thin it was. We just cared about what was the symbol on the shirt we just cared about what statement it made when we put the shirt on and what kind of clout it gave us at school when we put the shirt on so we just kept ordering the shits and when i look back i, I have the same thoughts when i see women buying fake purses men wearing fake shoes all of these things just to have the symbol of what the real thing is like there are so many women that have fake purses and fake bags fake clutches and all the stuff. And it's like, I know you don't care about the quality of the bag that you're carrying right now. You just care about the symbol of that bag, that LV, that Gucci. You just care about that. And it's it's, it's kind of like when you, when you crossed over to another form of thinking, some of the old things that you see and some of the things that you used to do, it just kind of makes you feel like, damn, like was I really that pressed for a fucking symbol? Number two. Usually people that are fake rich, they name drop a lot because they like to be successful by association. A lot of people, they're like, oh, well, you know, I know such and such. He played for the Hornets. Oh, you know, I know this guy. He's a promoter. He probably can get us in. Oh, you know, I know this guy at this job. Yada, yada, yada. Because it makes them feel like they're somebody special just for the fact that they may have a minor relationship with somebody who is successful. You know, you have, you see rappers, they have entourages. You know, and a lot of those niggas are not niggas that they grew up with. A lot of those niggas are not people who they've actually really been in trenches with. They're actually people that they met along the way and they're paying for protection or they're just funding to be around them as part of an entourage because it's cooler and they're reaching for a connection and they're actually lonely. So they actually like, well, you know what? I'm going to have these people around me, yada, 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 and we're going to move this way. 
Well, it's the same way with people on a smaller scale in day-to-day life. Oh, you know, I know this person, yada, yada, yada. Because somehow it makes you feel special inside. The fact that you know somebody in a higher place than you are right now in this season of your life. And you want to name drop that person to somehow make you seem like you're successful. And that's not the case. Whoever your friends are, those are your friends. Whoever the people that you work with are, those are your coworkers. Whoever your family is, that's your family. You don't have to name drop successful people in their walks of life to feel successful. Success comes from you. Success comes from how you validate yourself, how you see yourself, how you talk to yourself, how you live your life, not what somebody could give you, not what you can obtain materially, none of that. So I feel like that a lot of people get lost in that concept and they just want to name drop people to sound successful in conversation. I think it's whack. Number three, usually fake rich people are in constant need of validation. I used to always want validation. When I was on social media, I'm on social media now, but when I was on social media trying to seek validation, I felt like I was my emptiest in my life. I would I would like be checking my phone constantly, like, yo, did, did IG like change the algorithms or something like that? Why is my likes down? Like, my views are down, like... Why are people not following me as rapidly as they once were? Like, yada, yada, yada. Is my content not up to par? Is you know, I'm comparing my life to other people. If I wear something out in public, if nobody said that they liked it, like, is, is there something wrong with what I'm wearing? Like, I was always in constant need of validation. But then I realized, like, my values were in the wrong place. Like, did I feel like I looked good? Did I feel like I, I was enjoying the place that I was at? Did I feel like... You know, this is a lovely picture of me and my wife that I feel like this is an accomplishment, a highlight in my life that I wanted to share with social media. If if so, then whatever happens after that is null and void. Like, why am I so pressed for validation from strangers just so they can like my picture and maybe comment an emoji or something like that? Like, it's, it's really, really whack. And when you actually think about it from that lens, it's kind of like... It kind of makes you feel a little bit low. It makes you feel like you wasted your time. Number four, usually people that are fake rich, all they talk about is money. I'm not talking about talking about business. I'm not talking about future moves or endeavors. I'm not talking about plans. I'm talking about just simply money. Well, you know, I got this. I'm about to. I'm about to do this. I'm about to. I'm about to. You know, stack this money up this way. I'm about to flip this. Da 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 da. da. It's like. All your whole conversation is about money, but it never, ever, ever, ever manifests to something deeper than just, I'm trying to get a bag. I'm trying to get this, trying to get that. I know a lot of successful people. I know a lot of successful people. A lot. They have a lot of bread, and none of them ever talk about money, ever. They always talking about, well, you know, I got to go out of town for business to do this, this, and this. And then it ends, like, right there. Like, it's never like, oh, man, I'm about to go get this bag, collect this bag right quick, da-da-da-da. In two months, I'm about to have this right here, yada, yada, yada. And they never, ever make their whole conversation and their interaction with you about money. Because they don't want to make you feel like that's what you have to have to be around them. They don't want that to, they don't want it to feel like all they care about is money. Their values don't lie in trying to impress people with their money. They don't wear their money. They don't put their money into material things that'll flaunt any type of wealth. They simply just make their moves, take care of their family, 
And if you want to be in the loop and you ask questions, they'll answer your questions. But outside of flaunting anything to the world for any type of validation when it comes to money, it doesn't happen. You know, and then I look at I look at a lot of people in my community and I'm a part of the community, not excluding myself by any stretch of the imagination. I just feel like we sometimes have our values in the wrong place. And when I have this conversation with a lot of my friends, a lot of people say, well, you know, we never had it. So when we get it, yada, 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 we got to we got to we got to get all the things that we feel like we missed out on. I feel like that's a broken mindset. I feel like we have enough knowledge now to look around and know that that's not the way. Like we've seen so many people fall with that mindset that we should finally look at ourselves and say, you know what, I got a little bit of change now. Da 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 da. Let me do something right with it. Let me set myself up. Let me take care of my family. Let me build something that we're gonna have in 15, 20 years. Why am I worrying about getting a bag and then spending it on shit that doesn't mean anything after you buy it? It makes no sense. Number five. A lot of people that are fake rich, they brag about their plans a lot. They brag about their plans. Not talk about their plans. Not converse about their plans. They literally brag about their plans. Yo, I got this party coming up. I'm promoting this. Da, 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 da. This shit about to be the biggest shit ever. Da, 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 da. I'm about to shit on these niggas. Yada, yada, yada. And a lot of the times, shit falls through. and it Or it doesn't end up as grand as it one, you once envisioned it. And now you're embarrassed. Make your moves in silence, right? Because once you once you achieve a certain level of greatness anyway, people aren't going to applaud that greatness to begin with. So I don't know. So what you're seeking, it doesn't exist. Like you think that you're going to go out here and you're going to make all these moves and you're going to do all this and people are going to say, you know what? Congratulations, man. Congratulations. You you finally accomplished this. You finally made you finally made something of yourself. You're so I'm so proud of you, man. You did X, Y, and Z. I followed your moves. Da 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 da. You, man, I'm so proud of you. That that doesn't exist, okay? Maybe by a few people that's in your circle, or a couple people in your family that that might do that. Outside of that, everything on social media is straight lies, nigga. Like straight lies, okay? It's lies. They're gonna give you fake love, right? They're gonna give you fake outrage, all of that. So what you're seeking by trying to, you know what I'm saying, brag about your life, brag about your plans, brag about your moves, it doesn't exist, right? So focus on yourself. Focus on actually accomplishing and executing the plan. Then when you execute, you know what I'm saying, you can make small announcements here and there, but people are going to see the work. You know what I'm saying? People are going to see the work. Put the work in. Number six, a sign that somebody might be fake rich and this is a good one. They like to one up people, you know. Oh man, you oh you just got to check for this da da da. That's all right. I'm about to run it up. I'm about to get. I'm about to get da da da. Oh he oh he got that promotion. Well, wait, I applied for that last year. Da da da. I did this and that, that. They like to one up people, and it only seems to accomplish something when you're having the conversation. When you one up people, what how does that translate to real life? That's not competitiveness. That's greed. That's greed. That's envy. That's self-hate, that's unhealthy, okay? Why do you have to one-up people in a conversation? If I'm having a conversation and I'm saying I'm doing X, Y, and Z, why you got to be saying you're doing, you know, W, X, Y, Z? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me that you have to make yourself feel like you're better than me by the way you respond to the things that I say. People that are fake rich, 
people that have the fake rich mentality are people that always want to one-up you to sound better to themselves when they're talking to you. But it never really translates to real life. Number seven, they usually give you complicated titles to their job. I had a girl one time tell me, oh, you know what? I just got this new job. I'm this administrative assistant at this uh, public health building, and I'm just so excited about this new opportunity. I said, okay, well, what is your job duties and, you know, require? She said, oh, you know, I'm going to be, you know, assisting the COO with some of his uh, computer work. I'm going to be, you know, greeting a lot of people, yada, yada, when they walk in. I was like, oh, okay, so you're a secretary. And in my head, I'm like, oh, you're a secretary. But instead of telling me you're a secretary at your old college, you want to tell me that you're just big time administrative assistant to the COO. And I'm just like, why did you want to make yourself seem so much bigger than what you were? You know, and it's sometimes it's done like second nature because we just do it so much that we forget to realize like, yo, I'm a secretary. Like I'm not a sanitation engineer. I'm a janitor. You know what I'm saying? So don't forget the essence of who you are by the bullshit that you tell yourself. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm sorry. Always remember this. The successful people in life, the people who are actually rich, the people who actually accomplish some of the things that you want to accomplish in your life, people you look up to, they value the hard work over the packaging. They value the hard work over the packaging. You want to package yourself as some big shot, somebody who has it all together, somebody who has all the answers, somebody who's so successful already, I don't need nobody. But yet you have no hard work behind it. So your foundation is talk. It doesn't make sense. Number eight, usually people who are fake rich, they have no savings. So if they experience some type of hardship in their life, everything in their life goes to shambles. Everything. So... I've read the other day that 89% of Americans who are in the working class don't have access to $1,000. Let that sink in. Access to $1,000. Not $1,000 in your debit, I mean, in your uh, checking account. Not $1,000 in your savings account. Access to $1,000. That means you have a credit card with an available balance of $1,000 or more. 90, um, 89% of Americans that are working full-time don't have access to a thousand dollars let that sink in most people who are fake rich who are flaunting who are spending money on mindless things clothes now if you're in the fashion industry or you're an ambassador or you're you know things in clothes is your thing that's your livelihood that's fine the people who will need validation from the clothes that they wear. Their career has nothing to do with clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just want to be, they just want someone to comment. They just want somebody to say, yo, you look good. You're fresh. Da, 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 That is who, that's the demographic that I'm talking about. And if you have no savings at all, and you put on this lifestyle that you have it all together, Financially, it's a problem and it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. Number nine, usually people who are fake rich and they have a fake rich mentality are usually surrounded with people who have the fake rich mentality. 
you got to remember this. You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time around. If you spend your time around four other people who are living paycheck to paycheck, then you're going to live paycheck to paycheck. It's as simple as that. If you hang around five people or four, four or five people who like to rob and like to stick up people, they like to run in banks, they like to run in houses and be in e-game, all that stuff, then you're probably going to be in the car with them when they're going to break into another house. If you're hanging around four or five people who are spiritual, you're probably going to be spiritual. If you're hanging around four or five people that work out all the time, more than likely you're probably going to work out eventually. You know what I'm saying? If you're hanging around four or five people who are very health conscious, you're probably going to be health conscious. What I'm, what I'm getting at is that you are a product of your environment, but you're also a product of the people that you spend the most time with. If people around you don't care about money, people around you are jealous of other people, they gossip all the time, they try to make themselves seem like they're much more than they are, then that's what you're going to be because you're going to be an average of that. Number 10. Usually people who are fake rich, they have a boss who has a boss who has a boss who has a boss and that person probably has a boss too. They're just a part of the chain of command but yet they want to make themselves seem like they're getting to the bag. And you're just a part of the chain of command. You're just a part of the assembly line. You're just a part of the working organization that we've built and you answer to us. Anything that you do that's outside of our structure is deemed a violation and you will be fired and replaced. I was listening to Boss and Jay-Z said, everybody bosses until it's time to buy the office. Invoices separate the men from the boys. And he also said in the song that people would rather work for a white man than to work for him out of pride. And that's a huge huge rabbit hole when it comes to our community the black community i would rather go and make myself feel validated and make myself feel like i'm bigger than you by going to work with this white man as opposed to following suit and working for you and help build your business envy envy number 11 usually people who are fake rich they buy the fads i remember uh back when when fila was popping and then it was frowned upon and then now Fila is back and people are buying them for themselves buying them for their kids i remember when champion was in walmart now everybody's buying champion i remember whatever the fad is i remember the fad coming and going fashion literally goes and comes and goes in circles comes back around oh everybody hopping on the wave if you buy the fads consistently just to be a part of that loop you're probably fake rich. I don't know why, because people who are experiencing real wealth and people who have a real abundant mentality are not buying and wearing what everybody else is wearing. Simple. It's as simple as that. You're buying the fads because you suffer from what I like to call FOMO. Fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. Oh, everybody got, the, everybody got this windbreaker, so I got to go get this windbreaker. Everybody wearing these now, so I got to go get them. Because you want to feel included. You want to feel like you're not missing out on anything. You want to feel like you're a part of a community of people who are fashion forward. When you're not, you're just a part of the trend. Number 12. People who are fake rich, they buy liabilities on credit. Credit is to, for one, build credit. 
uh, and two, it's it's for a convenience factor of people who don't have uh, a whole lot of money up front for important things. Let's say you want a laptop, right? And you don't have fifteen hundred dollars to get a laptop, or twelve hundred, or whatever the latest model is. I don't know, twelve hundred dollars. So instead of you, uh, you know, paying cash for the laptop, twelve hundred dollars, you finance the laptop. And you say, okay, I'm going to pay $100 a month for the next 12 months so I can have this laptop. And it's probably going to be interest-free if they have a certain program going on. That's what credit is for. Credit is for convenience so that you can implement things into your life, important things that you need for day-to-day, and you can pay for them in installments. A lot of people, they fund bullshit on credit. Oh man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna pay it back. I'm gonna pay it back, and then they never pay it back, or they end up paying the minimum for years, and interest builds up on it. And next thing you know, you're in credit card debt because you keep doing it over and over and over and over and over again. You fund liabilities on credit. Use credit to purchase an asset, something that's gonna help you eventually grow your money something that you uh, it's either equipment if it's you know if it's you know putting down on a home if it's whatever you need to borrow money for make sure that it's going to appreciate make sure or make sure it's something that's going to be useful to help you make more money if it's not an asset in any way shape or form and you're just buying clothes and you buying trips that you can't afford if you buy anything it's unhealthy it's unhealthy you're fake rich you have a fake rich mentality Number 13, this is a big one. If your car is 15% of the value of your house or more, then you're doing life wrong. You're doing life wrong. If your house is $100,000, your car should be 15 or less. The average of rich people, their cars, their car collection is a very, very, very small fraction of what they're worth. Very small fraction. But if you go, if I go into an urban community right now, you know, infested with, you know, either drug dealers or hookers or anything, a lot of people who are getting money legally in the streets, their car is worth more than the house. Their car is worth 50% or more of the house. House, Section 8, I'm paying $10, $11 a month, but yet I'm paying five, $600 for my car a month. That is a problem. That is unhealthy. That is a fake rich mentality. And we like to call it hood rich to mask the pain that we're going through when we're actually indulging in this mentality. But it's unhealthy. Number 14, usually people who are fake rich, they can't hold a conversation about money. They can't hold a conversation about money. Usually they're just, you know, they read a few things or they got a few bullet points that they feed to everybody. But when you really get into the essence of how to grow money, how to grow wealth, how to build something for your family, how credit works, how assets and liabilities work, when you start talking about investments such as Roth IRAs and Index funds and stocks and bonds, any of that stuff, they can't hold a conversation about money. Financial literacy 
in America is just as important as being literate enough to read. That's how economics has dominated a capitalistic society. And it's frightening that a lot of people don't have that knowledge or don't want to have that knowledge. Number 15, usually people who are fake rich, they always have an excuse of why their previous projects failed, why they can't do this, who's holding them back. Listen, I'm very, very well, well aware of the fact that I'm a black man in America. I'm very aware of the fact that racism exists. I'm very aware that I'm not going to be afforded certain opportunities because of the color of my skin or because of who I know and because of where I grew up, any of that stuff, right? These would be labeled as disadvantages. I'm going to give you this. Those external factors are always going to be there. I'm always going to be black, right? For most of my life, I'm probably going to be in America. For most of my life, I'm probably going to have around the same network that I have now. I'm probably going to grow that. But all in all, the huge percentage of the external factors that I'm talking about aren't going to change. So you have you have two options. You either can get you and build for you and your family and try to help as many people as possible while you're here, or you're going to use that as an excuse which will lead to you never having anything. The choice is yours. The choice is yours. Those external those external factors will always be there. There will be a lot of disadvantages. There will be a lot of hurdles and obstacles that you will face because of a lot of qualities that you possess. However, you have those two options. Number 16, the bonus. Social media flexing. You see all the time people at concerts. You see all the time people on trips. They spend way more time on their phone than they do enjoying the moment. Because the people on my IG story got to enjoy the concert too. And I do this all the time. Then I got to a point where it was just like, you know what? I don't think this is healthy. I don't think this is healthy. I remember when me and my wife went to Mexico. We brought we had just bought a camera. We were about to vlog. We were about to get a whole lot of footage so we can come back, edit, put out a great YouTube video for you guys, right? An hour, two hours in, we looked at each other. We was like, I'm taking this camera back to the room. This is exhausting. I have to document every move that I make. I got to stay active. I got to put on a presentation to vlog this experience. Instead, I'm, and then when I leave, I'm like, I'm not, I hadn't enjoyed anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't enjoy myself. I wasn't in the moment. I wasn't present. And I simply went through the whole experience through the lens of my phone and my camera. Also, I see people who buy clothes. I see people who buy things simply to flex on social media. You bought a car because you needed a car. You bought a car because you needed a car, you wanted a car, you worked hard, and you bought the car. But I need y'all to tell me that this car is nice, too. 
I need y'all to tell me that these clothes are nice too. I need y'all to tell me that what I'm doing is right. I have to be validated. I have to flex everything that I do because I'm not even sure if it's good or not. You will be okay. Everything that you do doesn't have to be on social media. You're going through something in your relationship. It doesn't have to be on social media. It doesn't. You don't need validation. You don't need answers from anybody on social media. I promise you that. Enjoy your life. Be present. And don't suffer from the fear of missing out. Be okay with who you are. Be okay with the things that you're doing, the moves that you're making. And you will be okay. I promise you. I promise you you'll be okay. I promise you. Don't go broke to look rich. And don't suffer from the fake rich mentality. Don't go broke trying to look rich because that's how that's because because you're going to go broke. If that's your mentality, you're going to go broke, not just financially, but you're going to be mentally broken. Right. You're going to break down in so many ways other than monetarily. So I just want to let you know that what you're getting yourself into. I have a friend who stopped who basically she just stopped being on IG like she literally just like she'll use it from time to time, promote things or whatever. But she stopped, like, posting herself in outfits and shit like that. And she literally said, said to me, like, Jeff, I save so much money now because I'm not buying clothes to show people on Instagram. I literally was just buying clothes and putting them together and putting them out for 250 likes. And now that I'm not doing that, I have so much extra money. I suffer from that. Like, I get it. I get it. I'm not, I'm not shitting on none of y'all. I get it. I've, I've done probably 10, 11 of these 16 things. I get it. Like, I used to buy shoes every weekend, every weekend because I had to have them because they were the latest shoe. I had, I suffered from FOMO, fear of missing out. I wanted to be in the loop. I wanted to be included. I wanted to be a part of a community that is looked up to the sneaker community. And I was draining myself mentally. I was draining myself physically. I was exhausted. I was exhausted emotionally. Because if I didn't get the validation that I was seeking, then I felt like I was a fucking failure. I realized I don't need that validation anymore. I don't need it. Like, me going to Aruba outweighs me buying a new pair of Jordans. Me buying stocks in Nike outweighs... You know, trying to go out and buy the latest trendy clothes or the latest trendy shit that I don't need on my car. Don't go broke trying to look rich. Don't. Don't do it. And I know that some people will. Some people are going to say that that'll never be me. Some people are going to say, you know, I'm never going to suffer from that. I don't feel that. Yada, yada, yada. I'm giving you my perspective. You know, I'm giving you my perspective. I'm giving you the perspective of what people have told me. I'm giving you the perspective of what I've been through. The things that I used to seek. Because I, at a certain point in time, realize. I realize that I was broken. Internally, so I tried to mask it externally, and in the process, I fell 
into a hole that I had to eventually dig myself out of. Signs that you fake rich.